This is the Mac and Miles Show, only on 88.1 The Berg. Welcome one, welcome all. It is the Mac and Miles Show. We are back here in the heart of Washington, Central Washington University, 88.1 The Berg Studios here on the Ellensburg campus. Mac, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Just a little tired. Woke up at 5.30 this morning for a nice early morning workout before yeah. before the school grind. You're still doing your Ironman thing? I am. I'm just got to finish that up. I went and biked 15 miles today. Sheesh. In the this, cold, huh? This not, not in the in the gym. Oh, okay, the, in the gym. In the on gym. the okay. fake bikes or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, I just did that. I finished my swimming yesterday. My running's all done. So now it's just biking, getting these last few bike miles mm-hmm. in. And your boy's an indoor Ironman, baby. Yeah? How much you got left? How much I got left? Mm-hmm. I have 30 miles left. And I got to do it by on, the 28th. On what, everything? By just the swimming, biking, what? I'm done with biking, mm-hmm. done with running, just biking, 30 miles. 30 miles flat, got to get it done by the 28th, and there Here's we go. Your, uh, two days? Yeah. Two days. That's easier said than done. Yeah. So another... You come this far, you can't quit now. Nah. No, I kind of, honestly, I kind of regret um, Doing the taking a little, no, nah, what's it called? Valentine's Day, I was kind of lazy and didn't really do any working out, and that was just like a three or four day put me behind sort of issue. Behind schedule, yeah, you can't do and, that. And yeah. Took my eyes off the prize for a couple days, and I currently regret it. So now I'm waking up at 5:30, getting these trying to get these extra grind in. sessions yeah. in, man. You doing two a days now, then? Two a days, Dang, but at least man. in the in the morning I just bike. I don't like lift okay. or anything. Okay, nothing so. too. Bad. I get that. I get, I've seen you in the gym a couple yes, days. Yes, sir. So yeah, you're getting after it every day, baby. Mm-hmm. Always. Mac, let me ask you this. Kind of an interesting story that just came across my feed. Let me ask you this: though. Are you claustrophobic at all? Um, it depends if like I'm like stuck like in like a confined space where I can't mm-hmm. move. I might like freak out a little bit, you know. Like, have you seen the new Blair Witch Project? Uh-uh. All right, so well, there's a scene where she's like underground and she's like pushing through like this underground cave that's like really narrow, and she gets like stuck for like three minutes, and that like something like that would stress you, me out. You wouldn't be for that. Um, uh-uh. wouldn't no, be the biggest fan. Okay, well. Coming across my feed today, some news that uh, about half the Blazers roster, my, my Trailblazers roster, got stuck in an elevator today in a hotel. They're playing in Boston tomorrow night. They posted a couple of videos kind of making light of the situation. But, Matt, could you imagine being in a little elevator with about six to eight grown men, grown men? And keep in mind, these guys are all over. Giants. Two, yeah, these guys are all like 6'5 and up, 6'3". Dame Lillard's like 6'3". CJ's like 6'4". They had Myers, Myers Leonard is and Anes Cantor on Anes the Anes Cantor's 6'11". Yeah, Could you t- imagine being in that elevator? I would. It's probably first off, it was probably just packed in there. Like there's no room to like move or do anything really. I'm sure they were close to the the weight limit. Secondly, sure. it was probably super hot in that <laughs> oh, elevator. Yeah. Oh my god! You got some big man in that small space. Yeah, I couldn't. I wouldn't. Ugh, that's just kind of gross. You'd be all sticky getting mm-hmm. out the elevator. I don't know. That's just. I wouldn't be the biggest fan of being stuck in an elevator for 30 minutes because mm-hmm. you know they're standing that whole 30 minutes. Oh, definitely. Too. Oh, I, don't, they, I mean, I would sit down, I feel like, eventually. but I don't think there's any room to sit probably down. Probably not. They thing. got long legs. You're right. Very long. So you've never been stuck in an elevator. And I've never been stuck in an elevator. But what's it called? When I was younger, my brother used to think it was super funny to um, hit the fire alarm on the elevators. <laughs> and it <laughs> always give up. me, like, That's messed it always up, stressed me out so tough. And then 
one time the fire department actually came. Yeah. And my well, brother you got the fire alarm enough. My brother got in some trouble for that one, but mm-hmm. that was just like some young, super young kid shenanigans that, that he used some to young do. Buck stuff. He used to. Just, I feel like he just used to do it as just like to antagonize me because he used to stress me out. But he'd be like, "Oh, we're in an elevator." But he got. I'm gonna stress Mac out. But you know what? Karma hit him. How's that? The, the FD, no, no, yeah, the that, FD pulled up. Yeah, man. fire department came up and and gave him a little scolding, huh? Yeah. Yeah, they weren't happy about that. Wasting their time, man. Exactly. They think there's a fire in that thing. Yeah, they were getting prepared. They're probably just lifting weights or something in the fire department. Yeah, I mean, that's like what they do, right? And they they like nap, make food, and lift weights. Whatever that Adam Sandler movie is. With no, Hannah, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> we we respect the fire department. Whatever. What's it called? But they it give you a pretty like, in-depth sight like with Adam Sandler do. and Kevin James. That one movie where they're firefighters. I can't remember mm-hmm. what it's called. But you basically they play they play basketball. We just chill out. It's like a bro session, honestly. They, yeah. just, they just bro out. Considering maybe a career change, Mac? No. No. I do <laughs> no. not want to be a firefighter. You don't want to put your life on the line? I don't want to put my back on the line. I don't think okay. my back's good enough to mm. be doing that stuff. Well, you do some back workouts while you got your downtime. Who knows? There you go. You get Who the Iron Man going. Well, Mac, I've never been trapped in an elevator either, but. Not something I, w- I would want to mm. wish upon my worst enemy. I tell enemy. you what, my heart kind of skips a beat when I'm in an elevator and like it kind of like lurches or kind of drops like an inch or whatever. You might I need to that. grow a pair a little bit. I, hate I mean, that. that's not that scary. I mean, what's it called elevators? I don't know if you know, like, the Hollywood doesn't display it all that well, but a lot of the elevators, like, when they, like, just drop, they have, like, anti drop things where, like, mm-hmm. they, like, come oh, no, out, I know. The so technology is like, much improved from where it used to be. I don't know. Elevators really, I've never been, like, super scared of them. Or just take the stairs. I actually yeah. prefer to take the stairs, you know? That's get a little exercise, get a little calf, calf workout in. There you go. Yeah. You're well, it depends. It depends, honestly. If I'm walking up like five, five floors, I'm not taking the stairs. If it's no. like three, I think my max is like three. That's where I cut it off. Okay. So another question for you, Miles. Mm. What are you doing this week? Like, you going to the bar? Or anything? You're gonna go do anything? You're just laying we'll low. We'll see. We'll see. I was All thinking right. about um, going to get some tacos tonight, but I was thinking about doing that too. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm gonna do that or if I'm just gonna. Eat my leftovers. I made Eat some chicken verde yeah. last oh, night. Oh, okay. Nice, mm-hmm. nice, yeah. And the crock pot, baby. Nice. Crock pot meal. That's the way to do it. Of course. Chicken Absolutely. and rice. Perfect college meal right there. Yeah, I don't... The plan... It's undecided right now. I'm not sure yet. It's up in the air. We're supposed to get hit with some more snow, so that might affect my uh, uh, ability to go We're supposed to get out. hit by more snow? Oh, yeah, man. Jesus. Just what, I feel like the, like the past like couple of days in Ellensburg, the story has just been like... Oh, the roads are finally clear of snow. I'm gonna snow again and just snow up the roads. <laughs> here's some more. more. Here's some more. Exactly. Literally, like that's all it's been. Like these past like three or four days, it's been ridiculous out here. I don't yeah, think we've been. seen a day over, like I don't think we've seen a day over like 32. No, it, it warmed up like uh, yesterday and and the day before. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, the, the high was like 36. Oh well, there we go. That's why when it was snowing, it wasn't really sticking because it was warm enough that it wasn't just staying around. You know what I mean? Rock and roll. Anyways, let's hop into this. So, you Absolutely. guys, Space Jam 2 has been announced for 2021. You know when the original came out, Mac? Like, what, 96? 96. That oh, puts it at a 25 a year. before year, I was born. A 25-year anniversary. And LeBron James, the king, your, yours truly, will be taking Michael Jordan's spot as the main character in the movie alongside Bugs Bunny and Jared Lola Sullinger, Bunny. I guess. Mrs. Who knows? No, no. I doubt a lot of our listeners really know who Jared Solinger mm-hmm. is, for starters. Right. Which is weird. He's just basically some like what six nine, two hundred eighty, like former basketball player. Yeah. He's be like one of the best Ohio State basketball players. Yeah, definitely. Like, 
uh, of all went, time. Went to Boston. I think he got drafted to Boston or yeah, something. Yeah, went to the Celtics because he had a bad back. He like, messed mm-hmm. his back up and fell in the draft and just like was never really the same again. Never made overweight. a career in the NBA, unfortunately, for him. But uh, I, guess, I guess him and Braun are, are buddies enough that he's going to put him in his movie. There we go. Well, speaking of it, we're gonna t- we're gonna tell you guys who we think should be the new cast of Space Jam Two. So, for starters, Michael Jordan obviously is LeBron, right? Yeah, Michael yeah. Jordan was the main character in the last one. Now we got LeBron as the main character in this one. So now we gotta give, we gotta show who the players who get their talent taken are. So I guess mm-hmm. we can go like the I don't know if we call them the Monstars or the people or the players who get their talent taken. Like in the last one, you had Muggsy Bogues, Larry Johnson. Pat Ewing, Sean Bradley, and Charles Barkley. So who out of those five, who are your new five? Well, apparently Jared Sullinger is going to play Charles Barkley, according to IMDb. You know, we're not. We're going to avoid what you would like. Forget IMDb. Okay, yeah, I'm just telling you. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. That, hey, it's 2021 is a little bit of ways now. It's it two is, years it away. They so could recast. Things, you never know. Things can always change here. So, Miles, let's hear your five monsters or players who get their talent taken. Let's go. I think you got to put in Wade or Bosch, one of those guys, one of those Miami boys, you know what I mean? Okay, well, spoiler, I have Wade as um if you guys remember in Space Jam 1, he had Bill Murray was in it with Larry Bird and those were like Michael Jordan's like two friends in it or whatever who just mm-hmm. like came to his rescue at the very end and played in the game. I personally have Dwayne Wade as one of LeBron's like friends, like okay, yeah, like like the Larry Bird was, and then also really? for the act, I, I think it could be any of the Banana Boat crew. You put in CP3 or Mello. Mello actually, prior to contrary belief, Mello actually was not on that Banana Boat in the picture. If you go look, if you go look, look, who at was it. the fourth one then? There was no fourth. It was Gabrielle Union. Oh, Dwayne you're Wade's right. Girl. You're right. Okay, so it's just the three of them, huh? Yeah. So it's it so was Dwayne, Wayne, CP, it was and, Wade and Chris and, and, and Braun. Yeah. Where did Melo get thrown in there then? Melo was there, but he just like wasn't mm. on the boat. He's probably wasn't in the picture. He was probably busy arguing with Lala or something. <laughs> Who knows? Probably filming for like Basketball Wives, mm-hmm. yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Filming for Lala's reality TV mm-hmm. career Definitely. that she has. Definitely. But so yeah, for LeBron's two friends, originally they were Bill Murray and Larry Bird. For the Space Jam two, I got Dwayne Wade, LeBron's BFF. Mm-hmm. And then for the actor who's going to be taking over Bill Murray's spot, the man, the only man good enough for the job, Will Ferrell, baby. Will Ferrell, huh? Put Will Ferrell in there. I like it. Okay. There you go. Yeah. He's kind of the modern Bill Murray anyway, right? I guess you could, you could definitely throw him in. Or just recast I, Bill Murray that, as yeah. a super like old man. I don't know about like, that. Like, <laughs> like a grandpa. You think he's going to be around for the second Space Jam? He's still alive today. I know. He's I know. just looking rough. He's looking a little rough. Yeah. Yeah. He's not looking like stripes anymore. No, <laughs> or, he's not. He's no. not looking like the Bill Murray that we all know and love. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Same with he's Danny. Aged a bit. Same with uh, Danny DeVito, who played the Monstars boss. And I forgot about that. Actually, yeah. That's just crazy. He's been around for so long. But yeah, Danny DeVito is also, as you can see by that picture right there on the computer screen, he's looking a little rough too. You watch Always Sunny and stuff. He still has like normal colored mm-hmm. hair. He's not all grayed up. Right. Like, they could have dyed it though. You never know. But you're right. He's looking a little. He's looking a little old. You're right. He's like a toad, too, like a little bullfrog or something <laughs> in that picture, at least. Who knows? And then, for anyway, we're going to get to the Monstars. I got, as the Monstars, this was a toss-up between Chris Paul or Russell Westbrook. And, obviously, I was a little biased here. I went with my, 
my favorite player in the NBA. Yeah, go Russ. Yeah, I want Russell Westbrook. Then, you know, he's a, he's a, he's already a legend in his own right. He's already a fan favorite, very popular amongst kids these days. Zion Williamson, I just feel like you gotta throw him in there. He's a big body. He could be like oh, he'd be in his the like Larry John third year, in his, second year in the NBA at that point. Yeah, he'll be in his second year. Mm-hmm. Maybe the end of his for I don't know, depending on when the, when they do the when production. They, yeah. I, I bet it'll probably be a summer movie, honestly. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, he'd take Larry Johnson's spot. I think LeBron does most of his movie stuff in the summer. Definitely, that's the only time yeah. he probably. That's the only time he's. Well, he's gonna free. have some time. He's gonna have some time this year because they're not gonna make the playoffs. So I that's very true. <laughs> and then what's it called? So Muggsy Bogues, Russell Westbrook's taking over that spot. Mm-hmm. Larry Johnson's spot is getting taken by Zion. Then we got. Joel Embiid taking over Patrick Ewing's spot. So I have Joel Embiid now in the movie. And then Sean Bradley, he was the original cast member. He's just a super tall. He's like the, the tallest dude in the mm. in the movie. I got Boban Marhanovic on, on the yeah. 76ers, that super tall dude. Mm-hmm. Him. And then lastly, taking Charles Barkley's spot. This isn't really a Charles Barkley comparison, but I got Giannis Antetokounmpo, or however right, you pronounce Greek, his last name. Greek. Yeah, just because he's like so many people, like he's one of the most popular popular players in the NBA. He's a fan favorite, and I think it'd be interesting to see him make his big screen debut. And what movie's better than that than Space Jam to make your exactly, on screen debut? Yeah. There you I, go. I just seen him on a commercial the other day. There you go. He's already he's training is, for it. Yeah, man. he's already into it. So there's my five monsters: is Russell Westbrook, Zion Williamson, Boban Marjanovic, Joel Embiid, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. I like those man. With yeah. Dwayne Wade and Will Ferrell as LeBron's mm-hmm. two friends in the movie. I like those. Miles, picks. those are those are solid. Thank you. I'm gonna give this to you now. You have the floor. Let's hear your five monsters. I think Dwayne should definitely be in there. Maybe CP. Maybe even throw Bosch in there too. Honestly. I was thinking that, like, throw Wayne yeah, Bosch in there. And then maybe some, some of these guys that uh, Bron has played with for a while, some of the legends, you know. Maybe Dirk. Throw Dirk in there or something. How funny would that be? That would be a good one, having Dirk in there. Yeah, Dirk. I'd like that. Throw Dirk in there. Who else? Uh, maybe Shaq. That would be actually really funny, too. Shaq did appear in Uncle Drew, Kyrie's movie. Okay, he yeah. Did. Well, I'm not surprised by that, but just Shaq. please keep Kevin Hart out of it, okay? Yeah, please. keep Kevin Hart. Oh, Talked about that last pod. Uh, we don't want to see this guy in anything. He needs to be blacklisted from Hollywood for a little bit like <laughs> okay. just so we don't have to see him yeah, for at least yeah. like two years like he needs to have like another cheating scandal that's like super bad mm-hmm. okay. where like people are like really dude you're like a, like that's messed up blacklisted for like blacklisted, yeah. for like three years so we forget about okay. him and then yeah, he makes yeah. a comeback he's gotta come back with his um, stand up too not not movies yeah he needs to just come back in comedy he's, in general he's, 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 he's lost the, his the touch movies. yeah exactly exactly but besides that um yeah, I think Dirk would be fun. Wade, Bosch. Sounds like you don't really have a five. You're just naming names right now. Yeah, I just people I'd like to see. Yeah. I feel like you're really sad seeing Jared Solinger and you're just waiting for IMD to tell everyone who, <laughs> who's going to be in it. I don't know why Jared Solinger's in it. Honestly. Yeah, neither do I. I'm surprised he's not on Biggest Loser yet with how big he is. Have you seen <laughs> Have you seen Well, first uh-uh. off, he's putting up numbers in China, but I'll pull is this he, up. Is he playing still? Yeah, he's playing oh, in China no right now, but I'll show you. He is fat as hell. You know what? Guys like Stefan Marbury go over to China and ball, so. 2019. There we go. Look at him. Let's see what this boy looks like. First off, he's putting up numbers in um China. Maybe he lost. Well, there he is in a Celtics jersey. He played for the Raptors, too, huh? He did for a little bit towards the end. Mm. Look how big. Look at him. I guess he did, he played recently. There's Isaiah Thomas in a Boston uni. Mm. There he yeah, is I mean, he, with red yeah, hair. Actually, I guess yeah, he does look kind of big, yeah. Let's look up his weight. 
Because I think that's why they're casting him to be. I, I don't know. I just kind of. <laughs> you think they're casting him for uh, for Charles Barkley because of the weight? Charles Barkley oh, is definitely. one fat dude. He's probably definitely like put some weight on. Like he can do all the Weight Watchers he wants, but uh, look at that. Jared Solinger's two sixty five. I mean, that's not that much smaller. That's not about the same weight as some of these centers now. That's not too bad. Like like Nurkic for the Blazers, he's like two sixty. Only two, but he's like seven foot. Yeah, this dude's like six eight. Oh, you're right. You're right. Charles Barkley weight. No, I don't think it's what we wanted, Mac. <laughs> uh, I'd probably like <laughs> not shake weight. You know, I've been seeing we Charles just, Barkley we just want on to see his actual weight. Charles Barkley's been on Shark Tank, as you can see. I don't know if, you, if there's anything on here, but um, I think he has so much money now where he can like hide stuff like that on the internet. He can just like pay, you think so? pay his way to he's, not he's have paying, that he's paying the information al- algorithms. Yeah, to not have that stuff distributed on the World Wide Web. Yeah, because now that he's investing on Shark Tank, the most recent season. You know, he has. He has that Shark Tank money, that investor's mm-hmm. money. That investor's money. He's hanging yeah. out with Mark Cuban, all yeah. all the rich people. Yep, all the of them. The TNT is paying him. That, that's what's up. It is. He's got TNT, and now he has ABC paying him for Shark Tank. So does he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he, he not, now. And on top of that, he's getting paid for making for being on a show. So he's busy man making investments. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Definitely. I th- I do like that Jared Solinger is taking Charles Barkley's spot, but allegedly because first off they kind of look. Like each other, like their bodies are very similar. Their body types are like Charles Barkley is the round mound of rebound or the, something like that. <laughs> That's literally what was I haven't his, like, heard nickname. that one yet. You've never heard that? Uh-uh. That was literally like his nickname back uh-uh. in the day, like when he played. Okay. No, I hadn't heard that one. And then, That's interesting. And then Jared Solinger is like he's pretty round, ma- round right. man yeah, himself. We, we, can, we can see you know, from the photos so he's a round go. man himself. 265 and only about 6'9 or whatever. So big boy right there. Mac, I tell you what, one thing though. I think uh, just the improvement in in video production technology and CGI is gonna make this new Space Jam two just a lot appealing. You know, like aesthetically, like it'll just look way better than the old one. You know, I really I hope so. I do definitely agree with you. Obviously, like from nineteen ninety six, obviously, like you, I remember you, like the Looney Tunes. It was just like weird seeing them when they like went to the real world to go steal Jordan's like North Carolina shorts from his right, house. Yeah. That just like, it just looks so <laughs> weird or whatever. It was out of place. Yeah. They, yeah, d- place. they were Don- Donald duck and bugs definitely looked out of place. Definitely, in that scene. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think it's going to be, I hope they don't overkill. Like sometimes they really do. in like these sort of movies, like it just like looks, I don't know how to describe it. Like it just looks off. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like, like really goofy. I don't know how to describe it, but I hope they can get it right with this one. Make it I look so really good. Make it look swell, splendid. Another point I wanted to make. We can debate LeBron versus Jordan on the court all we want. Many people already have, but I'm going to go on the on record right now saying LeBron is a better actor than MJ for sure. Oh, I definitely agree with you. I mean, the he was, acting that MJ did in the 96 original Space Jam, it just was not good. I haven't you can tell he, was out, he was out of place. We're, we're, we're saying the Looney Tunes were out of place. He was out of place on the screen, okay? Well, anyway, I remember um, someone was on some radio show that was on Trainwreck, which was like LeBron's debut movie he was in. Yeah, with, yeah. With with what's her name? Amy Schumer. Real hater, yeah. Yeah, and um, they were talking about, or someone like that was involved with the movie or in the movie. I can't remember exactly. But literally, like all LeBron's like scenes in it, it was like all like one or two takes maximum. He like didn't have any trouble memorizing his lines. Like he literally just like memorized his lines in like a day. Bam. Oh, yeah. You seen the shop on HBO? 
I do not watch the shop. I'm not a very okay. big fan of like that sort of stuff. It's, it's interesting conversation, but you know, you can tell he's he's into that kind of stuff, and that's probably a reason why he moved to LA because he wants to do that post basketball. Obviously, the one thing I find weird about the shop is that like how LeBron like talks. Yeah, you know, like he just talks to one of the boys. He's sitting there cussing every other uh-huh. sentence. Yep. Just is like it's so weird to see that. And like all the other, not something you hear it's like all the other NBA because, players really watch their mouth. Yeah, and then like well, LeBron, especially during like press conferences, they don't want to say anything like too. You yeah, know, LeBron. Bad. Well, you've I don't know if you've seen it over the years. Like LeBron's definitely been getting a lot like testier with the media. He's been mm-hmm. like a lot. He's been using a lot more cuss words with the media. Yeah, so to say, and like and then you see the shop. He's sitting there saying like the N word, the F word, all this and that, and like everyone else is just sitting there like. Not really swearing, not really just right. talking like how they normally would. Like they're like, they still kind of think they're on camera. It's funny to see that LeBron is like, "Listen, I'm the best in the world right now. What else can they do? I'm a billionaire." I mean, I, maybe that's just the style they're going for. Just kind of the rant, kind of just. Uh, you know, well, why open, don't any of the other players on there talk like LeBron? Like I want to see him just talk like normal, like feel like comfortable. Like LeBron's the only one feeling like comfortable talking like you can tell he feels yeah, totally that's true. And maybe see, these like, other guys though that he's having on aren't comfortable with the camera on their face you know what i mean i don't know because i just don't i feel like i they talk like, i was in that situation they're talking professional like we talk about like ben vic oladipo is on there mm-hmm. but they're still like, and, like bomba was on there I, he was odell was on there and i wish like i could remember like some of the wnba players around there but all of them they're talking a lot more professional where lebron's talking like more of like a homebody like you're just kicking it like with your boys exactly how you would just how anyone would talk with their boys, right. and it's just like I think everyone else is a lot more he's professional. For, you know, I just wish like but not everyone would like just yeah. I feel like they would just like I mean? you know like if you've been into a barbershop, you hear like the tone of conversation. How you just like mm-hmm. mess around exactly. Like LeBron's talking. It's just like kick back, just just chatting, just just dudes talking dude stuff. Mm-hmm. And then in the shop, it's LeBron talking dude stuff. Everyone else is still sitting there like. Like they got um, Stephen A. Smith with a mic in their phone for an interview for first take or something. Exactly, yeah. And it's like, like, it is great to be in the NBA. I love (laughs) being in the NBA. Okay, good. Meanwhile, LeBron's over here. He's just like, Yo, the, like gang, I know gang, 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 gang. Like it's lit. Gang, gang, but I know what you mean. Drinking you wine mean. and stuff. Yeah, it's like he's yeah. just he's just balling out. He's you know, and yeah. that's the vibe he's going for. And not only I guys, love it. I do, I do love too. seeing LeBron like that. I do too. That. I don't think the guys he has on are really in, into that. You know what I mean? Or they're just not adapting to it. I wish they'd be like. Oh, when I saw Ben Simmons on there, I thought oh, Ben Simmons. Me, if I was there and LeBron starts pouring a nice nice bottle of wine, I'm like, give me a glass of that. Okay. <laughs> I just don't know though, cause like when he's getting his hair cut, drinking wine, he, is he like, when you're getting your hair buzzed, doesn't it like fall into like the wine mm. glass? Maybe he's not doing both at the same time. There's a, there's a scene in there where he's like is getting it? his hair cut, drinking wine at the same oh, time. Maybe so. they're like doing the side, and he's got he's drinking obviously with his mouth, so like it's it's avoid, you know what I mean? Like it's it's just completely avoiding the glass. It's a special time. Maybe. Just but then like, also guys like that where their hair's already so short. They're really not getting that much cut off. It's that just a true. trim, maybe a line. I don't think LeBron does lines, does he? No, some, I think, some he, guys I think he just gets a straight, like what, like a number two? Some <laughs> A level two, yeah, cut. Yeah. yeah. I've, I don't even know the meta. I had my barber explain that to me one day, and the next time I went in there, I already forgot what it meant. You know, my mom's been a hairstylist ever since I was born or whatever, owned a hair salon, mm-hmm. this and that. And I still don't know what a number two really is. I just say, <laughs> I think that looks the best me on neither, me. When yeah. I used to get buzz cuts, I used to think number twos look the best on me. And yeah. I just get a number two buzz. But now still you do? see. No. Mm, what do you go for now? Oh, I you just, not buzz I, anymore. No, no, I got to get my hair cut this weekend mm-hmm. when I go home. And um, 
just get this patch up around the sides, yeah, you know, you look go, a yeah. little scruffy. Yeah. There you go. No, I, I I never bought into the number system with the haircuts, honestly. Uh, I just I, here's the thing. I whatever just, just looks best. Like you can mm-hmm. be number four, yeah, yeah. number three, number two. Like we don't. No, I didn't even use the number thing. I just I go to the same barber every time since I was like literally like six years old. No joke. And uh, I just walk in and they just knew what I wanted. I didn't have to say anything. I could just sit down. And they'd be like, well, "You want to do like what you did last time?" I'm like, "Yeah." Oh, there you and go. They, Rock they just on. Just cut it like that. So it was perfect. I never had to learn any number system. I never had to like, you know, consider what number length my hair I want my haircut to be. It you worked out great for me. Yeah. Blessed. Well, for a long time, my mom just like sat me down, took me to the, took it, took me to her old salon before mm-hmm. she sold it. Sold it like what, like 2015. Yeah. And then um, she just cut my hair. I didn't get a say. She's like, I'm doing your hair. I let my mom, mom cut my it. hair like twice, and then after that, I stopped. You know why? Why? Because the second time she cut my hair, she accidentally clipped my ear. <laughs> like I was like bleeding from my ear, and after that I was like traumatized. Oh, I was like, my. "Mom, you're not cutting my hair anymore." My mom, we're going somewhere. My mom literally, like, you know, like the razor or whatever, and just like the yeah, buzzer. Yeah. She's like, I watch her with like other kids, and she's like so gentle with me. She's like jabbing me in the yeah. head, almost like literally screaming. Like I'm like. I'm like, mom, I've told you a hundred thousand times now. <laughs> you, j- I've see you with mm-hmm. like the other kids you're and so the other gentle. adults. You're and over here, it's like you're me. gutting a pig or something. Yeah, it's like you're. What's it called when you're a shearing a sheep? That's how they're. <laughs> I'm sitting there bleeding in my head. Like yeah. I've, I've blood stains all over my head and stuff. Ears, yeah, you know? just like. Oh man. Ugh. Well, she hasn't nipped my ear though. With okay. Scissors. I've always asked her if she's ever done that. She said she's never done it. I've always asked if it's happened. If like you can cut off the I tip for, of your I ear. Was, I was. I was really young. You're the first person I've ever like. Did it go deep? Was it bad? Or did no, you just... it was just a little clip. But I was young, so like any kind of blood, you know, you freak out. I was like, okay. I was like eight years old or something. So, okay. but after that, I was like, you're not cutting my hair anymore. Yeah. No, I'm not letting you. There's cut been my, a couple times where I've told ears. my mom that she's fired. Like, <laughs> like I'm what's it called? Like I'm Trump and the Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah, you're fired. You're fired. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you already know. I always I do come around and rehire, and then mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. there yeah, she's you go. Grateful. Yeah. 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 You don't you don't let her cut your hair anymore though? Oh, she still cuts my hair. Oh, now. she still does. Okay. Yeah. All right. Besides when I was getting um when I was going to the barber for a little bit when I went through my barbershop phase, but mm. now that I'm back over the barbershop phase, yeah. let her touch. You're like, I don't want to pay for that. Uh-uh. Back to free haircuts. I don't blame I don't blame you. Haircuts are expensive, man. Yes, they are. And now yeah. that she um You can find yeah. a place that's like reasonable, like stay keep going there. Exactly. Well now my mom's at a new hair salon, she like rents out a chair like a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. I get a complimentary glass of wine every time I go in there to get my nice. haircut. So now I, I'm going to be like LeBron now, oh, dude. Oh, it's like one of those barbershops yeah. where they give you a drink? Yeah, so I'm going to be like LeBron, sipping wine, getting my haircut. I think, you know what? LeBron needs to put me on the shop for that one. There you go, yeah. I got a buddy my... that goes to some barbershop, like a men's barbershop in Portland. I'm yeah. from Vancouver, and uh, he still lives in Vancouver. But he drives all the way over to Portland, pays like $25 for a haircut, and they like, and they like buys a beer too. They serve beer there, and like I, I, I like I know him pretty well, and I'm convinced he just goes for the beer. Like I don't think he really even cares for the haircut. Hey, if you can drink a beer while getting your haircut, there's that's, nothing that's wrong cool. with that. I, don't get me wrong, that's cool. But I'm like, dude, you're, you're not, you're like half there for the beer, half there for the haircut. I'm just trying to go get my haircut in and out quick, twelve bucks, whatever. That's I don't more need, power I, I, to I'll you. go home. I'll go home and have a beer. Okay, that's respect. That's yeah. I, you know what? Whenever I can get a beer, I'll take a beer, man. I just I question his motives. Is all. Yeah. Well, we'll have to have him on the show sometime and interview we'll him about Maybe. it. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, there we go. That's gonna wrap up the discussion about geez haircuts. 
Looney Tunes, LeBron, Space, Space Jam, Jam 2. Man. What a We went what down a topic. some rabbit holes there. What a fun topic. <laughs> Up next, we got Unsung Heroes, a segment that is returning to this episode today. Absolutely. Stay with us. Welcome back into the pod. It is Mac and Miles. We are here in 88 won the Berg. The studio's here in Ellensburg, Washington, Central Washington University, the campus. Up next, we are talking a little bit about some guys that don't get a lot of noise, a lot of coverage in the media. Guys that are some unsung heroes. Mac, who you got first? Who do I have first? Well, he's playing on a possible playoff contender. They're mm. fighting for the playoffs a right now. A team we both like, too. Yes, we do. And you know what? When it's all said and done, when the dust is cleared, I think they'll either have the eighth or seventh seed in the West. And it is my man's Marvin Bagley, the rookie, drafted second overall this past draft. I think a lot of people forget that. Many many people thought he arguably could have been the number one pick. Mm -hmm. It was it was always like we draft DeAndre Ayton or Marvin Bagley, but obviously DeAndre Ayton is like the more comfortable pick. So Marvin Bagley went number two. Mm-hmm. Last three games, starting with so he goes All Star Weekend. They open up against Golden State. Are up, leaving All Star Weekend. First game out of it, they play Golden State. The Kings do lose one twenty five to one twenty three. However, Marvin Bagley, twenty eight points and fourteen rebounds, goes out the next night. OKC off a of back to back. That's when they went to double fourteen. Dang, yeah, yeah, not that's a big boy that, stat a, line. That's a big man game, and then. They go. They play OKC the next game. OKC. This was right after OKC played um, Utah in that double overtime game. It was a back to back. They upset OKC. Yeah. They did. They beat them by three, one nineteen to one sixteen. Marvin Bagley, nineteen points, ten rebounds, three assists, three blocks, and two steals. A little bit of stat sheet stuffer right there. Then in his last game, I think it was yet last night against Minnesota in another L. So Sacktown's dropped. Uh, two of their last three games, mm. they lost one twelve to one hundred five. Marvin Bagley, twenty five points, eleven rebounds, two assists, two blocks, and a steal. Nine of fourteen shooting, perfect from the free throw line. Six of six. That That's game. efficiency, man. He's getting more efficient as the season goes on, as you can see here. I mean, you see, he always has like those games where he doesn't miss. Ten of fifteen, ten of seventeen, seven of eleven. And then against OKC and Golden State, two of the better defensive teams, like it, that's pretty good, especially if you're a rookie doing that. Eight of eighteen, eight of nineteen, like it's not bad against two of the best defensive teams in the NBA. No, absolutely. He's really turned it on here in the he's, last, you know, four, 15, he's averaging yeah, he's averaging games or something. He's averaging fourteen point seven rebounds on the season, shooting fifty one percent, twenty seven percent from three, which will obviously go up. He plays like the four, plays a power forward position right. a little bit. And then shooting seventy percent from the line. I mean, those are solid num- numbers. I mean, he and through the roof really, athleticism. He's yeah. a he's a baller. Can you really expect much more from your number two pick? You really can. I Fourteen point seven boards. That's great. And he's only going to keep getting getting better. You and know really, I mean? he's not. That's talked a about. great place to start. Yeah, him and DeAndre Ayton really haven't been talked about much. Like Luka Doncic, obviously, mm-hmm. doesn't really get stolen those the are, show. He, Luka's the flashy player, though. He's the guy hitting the step back threes and driving by people and dunking it. And he's actually have and... Dallas, like, he's actually, like, improved. Right, them. absolutely. I yeah. guess the Kings have improved, but that's more so, like, I think as because a they've team, traded a well in the last year or two, and they've drafted well. Very correct. And De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox, Fox has just been you absolutely trade for Buddy Heald. Those are two of your main pieces right now. There you go. 
Correct. You get rid of the cancer of the DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, many people thought that train, trade was uh, god-awful. and like, right. They're like, what are you thinking? And now Buddy Heald's averaging like 20 points per game. Great three-point shooter, like elite three-point shooter. Pair him up with De'Aaron Fox, Boban, Bogdanovich, whatever mm-hmm. his name is. Off the bench, yeah, he's great. I mean, Harrison Barnes They now. just trade for Harrison Barnes, too. Buddy Heald just fits that King system so well. And they the Kings are such a— They down, and they have the perfect point guard for it. They have the shooters. They have, yeah. They're the perfect buddy. center for it. Willie mm-hmm. Cauley-Stein, like a DeAndre Jordan Willie Cauley-Stein is one of the best like, offensive rebounders in the, in the yeah, league. He gets a lot of rebounds. Yeah, definitely. They're just such an—the Kings are such a— Fun up and coming team to watch. I always love being able to watch a Kings game, which is, sounds weird saying because they've been in the pooper. Oh, for since, for our, since like, for our, like our whole life, since like yeah. Pages Stoyakovic and Chris Webber days, right. like yeah. the like the, the Mike Bibby days. Was like oh, was it nine or something? Uh, it was longer well, than we that. We looked it up. It was a probably like, I forget. Who knows? Lord knows. It's been a, it's been <laughs> it's been a little bit of a drought down there in Sacktown, that's for sure. It has been a major drought, just like California has experienced every summer is a major drought, and yeah. maybe now that Sacktown's raining threes, <laughs> they can get some rain down there. They're bringing some. They're bringing the rain back to Cali, and they'll make. Maybe, they might maybe. make the playoffs. I mean, the last time they made what, the playoffs, yeah. California actually got rain. Exactly. That's true. That's true. So there we go. My unsung hero, Marvin Bagley, the rookie, second overall pick in this last draft. Like been it. balling since the All-Star break. Only it's been three games. But, you know, you can only go up. There you go. Miles, you got my the floor. My unsung hero, he uh, matched up against my Blazers last night. I watched that game. Cleveland versus the Blazers. The Blazers get that win last night after uh, nearly blowing a uh, 20-point lead. But that's a top- <laughs> that's a different topic, a whole other discussion there on the road. But one guy that stood out for the Cavs. I'm not going to go with the Blazer again because I already did Jake Lehman. But one guy that stood out for the Cavs for me was Steady Osman, the 6'8", small forward for Cleveland. This guy, I, I liked what he was doing on the court. He was going right by Maurice Harkless, laying, you know, doing getting tough lanes to go over tough defenders like Harkless, like Al Farouk Amino, hitting step-back jumpers. He made it look easy. He's got the size. He's got the shooting ability. 27.7 rebounds, three assists against the Blazers last night. That's a good, that's a good stat line. That is a very oh. healthy stat line right exactly. there. Uh, 23 years old. And then the uh, game before that against Phoenix, 19 points, five rebounds, five assists. There you go. Game before that. Oh, sorry, that's that's all I had. But on the season, 13 points, 4.7 rebounds, 2.3 assists. Not numbers that are really going to jump out at you, but on a bad team like Cleveland – Definitely one of those pieces going forward that they should keep around, a guy they should build around. I don't know if you'd build around him. I mean, I know people they were people in Cleveland were pretty excited about him coming to play. Mm-hmm. And this is not he's a he has a good body, a good NBA body. I, mean, I they don't say. really have much else to build around right now anyway. They don't so. have anything. Like he's but he provides a bright spot every now and then. Do I think for they Cleveland should keep team. him around? Absolutely. Because I think they can afford him. He's not gonna command like a huge contract. No. He'll be a great role player for them going forward. He's a very solid role player. As mm-hmm. long as he can like increase his defensive ability, I think he'll be all right. He'll be stick around in this league. And also, you watched the Cavs play last night. I haven't watched Cleveland play since June, the last finals. Mm-hmm. And is Ty Lue still coaching Cleveland? He's, he's not. not. He's not. He got fired. Mm-hmm. When did he get fired? Oh, I forget. Probably. Was, I think it was after Braun left. Was it really? Yeah. So who's... uh? Uh, Larry coach? Drew. Larry Drew's coaching. Oh, that's not yeah. too. But that's a. He's no. an all right coach. Yeah, he's 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 been around. I just hope the Lakers don't fire Luke Walton and hire Ty Lue because that's oh that would be amazing. If they did that, such an serious. eye roll, such an eye roll. Ugh. 
You be you see so many of those uh, AI stepping over Ty Lue memes. Oh yeah, you would. <laughs> you would. You'd see so many of them. <laughs> like Ty Lue back okay like he never left. That. Anyway, yeah, there's our unsung heroes. You got anything else to say about CD Osman? Seti Osman, no. I, I like the way he plays, and uh, you know I'll I'll be paying attention to him the rest of the season. As long as he increases his athletic ability, like I feel like he's kind of slow. A little bit, yeah. And I feel like if he can he's get a little, little bit, more methodical, a little more meticulous. He is a lot methodical. More, a little, kind of like, uh, kind of like Luca. He he kind of you know he plans every dribble. He plans every move he's gonna do. He's very he's a very calculated kind, player. Kind, yeah, kind of like almost a step ahead of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's always like he's thinking. He's like he's a smart. He's one of those players that is. That you, he's like ninety percent mental to him and ten percent physical. Exactly, he's not going to beat you with his athleticism. Yeah, he's no. going to beat you with his smarts and with his moves. And yeah. you know what? Nine times out of ten, the smarter guy is going to win in the end anyway. So I there mean, you go. We've plenty of guys across the league. You know, Kobe wasn't the most athletic. I mean, when he was younger, he was, but later in his career, when he's you know averaging like thirty points a game, it wasn't because he was. Dunking all over everybody, playing like Russ Westbrook style. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's because he had the head fakes and the turnarounds and the fadeaways, and he knew how to get to the free throw line. Exactly. Tim Duncan's a perfect perfect example of what a smart player does. Big fundamental, yeah. Yeah. Him, Carl Malone. Yep. The list goes on and on. We're not going to get into it due to no. time constraints. <laughs> we could talk about that for, uh, I don't know, probably a whole show, honestly. Exactly. Probably hours on end. <laughs> probably hours on end. That is going to wrap up the segment, though. Unsung Heroes. Mac has Marvin Bagley, the second overall pick for Sacramento. I got Seti Osman. I don't even know what pick he was for, for Cleveland. He might have just been a European <laughs> s- signing from I think overseas. Was, yeah. But uh, both have been playing well for their respective teams. Coming up next, we are going to reevaluate the West. We're, uh, you know, about three quarters of the way through the season right now. We're going to look at the standings, see how things are shaking out, and how things uh, moving forward will, will be come uh, this playoff run. Stay with Welcome back into the pod. It is Mac and Miles. Right now, we are discussing. We're actually going to reevaluate the Western Conference in a very early episode, Mac, of our of the pod here. We discussed just how tight the Western Conference was, and I think it was like the second or third episode. And at that time, 1 through 14 in the West was separated by about five games, I think it was. Yeah, if now, that. Now we're starting to see some separation. Like I said before the break, we are about, what, 75% of the way through the season? Yeah, I think a lot of the teams have like mm-hmm. 23 games left, something like that, 22 games left. So we're starting to see some of the, some of the separation between who's going to be the playoff teams, who's the contenders. The men from the boys, The men from the will. boys, exactly. So, Mac, I want to start with which of these teams do you think are, are the true contenders? The true contenders? Among, among these Western Conference Are we teams? talking like teams to make the finals in the West? Like who I think? The Western Conference final, okay. yeah. I got obviously I have Golden State, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I don't know about Denver, P Town. I don't either. I, I, I just, I'm yeah, not I'm not sold on P Town or much as I love my Blazers. Denver. I just don't know that they can make it to the Western Conference. All right, so I got Golden State, OKC, Houston, and I, I don't those know about are my Houston contenders. either. Honestly, I, I don't. I just feel like I don't know. I just. I just feel like they are hot so many times from three, more times than not, and like that's how they just win games. They get so many calls. They get your star players in foul yeah. trouble. And then come playoff time, I just feel like that's such a major issue, especially when you have to have – so they're the fifth seed. They'll be playing Portland. They'll definitely win the – I think they would take Portland in like six, in like six or seven games. You think so? I think so. When it's also, I think Cle- 
I think Clint Capella would just be too much in the end. He'd overpower Nurkic and then just the depth of Houston overall. I don't know. I just it's something about it's just something about Houston that I really like. I think the three contenders in the, out in the West, Golden State, OKC, and H Town, Travis Scott's hometown, the Rockets. <laughs> yeah. That's about those are my contenders. Those yeah. are the those are the grown those are the grown men. So you got the grown mm-hmm. men, the men, and the You think the boys. just cuz Houston's been there? I just first off James Harden is just a savage. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's playing at an MVP level. CP3 beyond him and CP3 and Capella, uh, you know, is like their third wheel. Like I what else? They just don't have much else. Like you got Austin Rivers who can hit a couple shots. What they have last year and went to game 7 in the Western Conference Finals. They had Trevor Ariza and Luke Mba Amute oh, no. or whatever. They had, they had perimeter defenders is my point. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, so Miles, who do you have as contenders out west? I think Golden State obviously. That's that's a no-brainer. Denver, I just uh, I'm, I'm just on the fence about them. Yeah, they're they're young, and I just I like they're they're a good. They're obviously a great regular season team. They're 41 and 18 right now. But the Second regular the season West. really need, means nothing. That's just like pickup games. But the question is going to be: Can the Joker step it up in the playoffs? Can Jamal Murray? Can Gary Harris? Can a guy like Paul Millsap, who has playoff experience, carry them and, and you know? be the difference and win him a game or two. I just feel like in the playoffs you need someone that can really just go out there and be like okay, you get us te- get us a bucket, get us yeah. like five to seven consecutive points. Right. They don't have that. Like Jokic is more of a distributor than anything. He's like he's not really going to go out there and be a score first player. Jamal Murray has that ability. He's streaky. His shot selection at times is a head scratching, like mm-hmm. makes you want to pull your hair out. Bitcoin player. <laughs> There we Bitcoin go. Player, yeah. We have another Bitcoin player in Jamal <laughs> yeah. Murray. And Paul Millsap, he's old, but he can't go get you a bucket anymore. Like I don't think so, no. I mean, if you're going by that logic, obviously Golden State's got Durant, they got Curry. They got Clay. All three of those Clay dudes. Clay is more kind of a runoff the kind of screen hey, guy, catch and shoot. Cl- don't ever No, I'm not Clay. saying he can't light it up. He absolutely can, but can he do it himself? No. Yes, he can. can he, you you know, watch like, him. All right, 2016. When Durant was still on OKC, mm-hmm. Western Conference Finals Game Six, I don't know if you watched that game. I'm sure I did. All right, Clay Thompson, Golden he State was like 20 and a Golden quarter, State didn't was down like 12 with like three minutes left to go, 14 points, like down 12 or like 14. Clay Thompson scored like the last like 20 points mm-hmm. for Golden State all by himself. Okay. And like whenever after watching that game, I became convinced Clay Thompson is like so legit, so like underrated and so now when people like one of my best friends name's Colin he always slanders Clay Thompson I'm just like dude you don't just you don't know basketball you, you know don't what I'm know. saying like you have no idea you don't know about he beat my thunder alone in game six like elimination game they were down yeah. three to two at the time and mm-hmm. like on top of that Clay, this man Clay Thompson can score 40 points 50 points off of like three dribbles oh definitely yeah you catch it you just get the ball yep. no bam. Yeah, okay You've convinced me, Mac. Okay. Clay Thompson's a baller. Okay. But if we're going by that logic, which guy can get you 10 straight points or whatever? Obviously, Golden State has like three of them. Yeah, yeah. Boogie. I'm, I'm I forgot Boogie about Boogie, actually. Boogie, Boogie can, can definitely like do it. 10 straight. Yeah. Uh, have, OKC obviously has like Westbrook, Durant. Or sorry, not Durant. Uh, PG. Yeah. Both of those guys can score 15 straight easily. You and know both of those mean? guys will and can go out and mm-hmm. get you buckets when needed. Houston. Obviously, yep. has Harden. Harden and CP. I, I mean, I would argue Dame or CJ could do that, too. Dame and CJ can definitely do that. Uh-huh. Dame, especially CJ. Yep. 
CJ, eight times CJ out of ten, gets hot. eight times out he of gets ten, hot. he, he gets it. hot. Yeah, but I mean, but it's, they have there's pieces around Portland. Utah, just, I just uh, I don't see anybody that can score. You know, maybe the spider, but I mean, Donovan Mitchell can score, but yeah, he's mm-hmm. shooting ten and twenty five. Can he like, take game. over a game? Yeah. Not really. No, not really. He takes funky shots. L A. LA, they're they're looking to next year. They don't care about this year. They've they, already, do they have they've anybody already, they can take over a game? They did. They had Tobias Lou Harris. Will, maybe? Uh, he's a six man. He's like Jamal Crawford. I mean, Lou Will can, can, he put, can the put the ball in the, the hole. Sure. San Antonio, like they Lamar, have, DeMar uh, DeRozan can DeMar, go out and get yeah. you points. He, I, but this year he's been kind of weird. I don't know. I like DeMar DeRozan. He can go get you a bucket. Sacktown, uh, I don't know. Nobody really, you know. Minnesota doesn't have anyone. Mm-hmm. You already know Carl Anthony Towns folds. He's a flop. <laughs> Lakers, they're not even going to make the playoffs. No. They have LeBron. So of the contenders that you know we think are like are actually capable of making the Western Conference Finals, it's it's just Golden State, basically Oklahoma City and and Houston. That's who, yeah. But the teams that have guys that can you know put the team on their back and carry them far, you got to add Portland into that yep, mix. That's why I think they're they're, they're and you got to add San Antonio now. into that mix as well. Mm. And don't forget Greg Popovich. I mm-hmm. mean, when you have great. Never bet against Greg Popovich. You wouldn't bet against Floyd Mayweather. You no. don't bet. You don't bet against Greg Popovich. Mm-mm. That man is legit. So yeah, that's. And other than so that, of these eight teams, it sounds like we we really only you know it sounds like you and I agree only about maybe four, five maybe are really contenders. Yeah, you know I the first round I hope it stays five four Houston Portland. I would love to see that actually because finally the first round have such a great first round matchup like mm-hmm. that. I mean, they they have history. Remember when Dwight Howard was on Houston and yep. Dame Lillard hit that? Oh, that point nine shot. Ooh. Oh, I remember that like it was yesterday. That was such a great shot. Great right, shot. Right on the wing three. Ooh, that but, was nice. Uh, let's 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 actually continue talking about this. If the playoff, if the matchups were set as they are right now, Golden State versus San Antonio. Obviously, I think Golden State's winning that one, right? Yeah. Denver and the Clippers. I think Denver's winning that one pretty easily. I think they'll have some games. I think we're gonna flip it here. Like I think when it's also. All said and done, it's going to be Clippers, 8 seed, San yeah. Antonio, 7 seed. But as yeah. they're set right okay. now, Utah would be against Oklahoma City. I and think the that would be an exciting last... series. Mello, uh, what's the best word? Pooped the bed <laughs> in that one. The <laughs> whole team arrive. did. Yeah. The whole t- but Mello especially screwed up. I think this time around, I mean, you see what Paul George is doing. Utah always plays OKC tough. But just about a matter of in the it's end. It's a matchup thing, I think, really. Yeah, but in the end, when it's like those last two minutes of the game. You put the ball in Paul, Paul George's hands. He's going to go MVP level. And he's going to win the game, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I think if you can deflate Utah early on in the series, like if you mm-hmm. can if you can go out and win games one and two, go up 2-0, well, you're going to deflate If you can go into Utah and take one two, yeah. and go back, like say you, say you split them in Utah, and then you go back to OKC with a 3-1 lead. It's over. Exactly. It's over. I think Utah, they're, they they come out swinging for the fences, going mm-hmm. super hard. But then if you just if you just slowly chip away at them, mm-hmm. dodge the punches, and just no, end I agree. Up I think Quinn Snyder would have those boys out. ready. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah. If you, it's gonna be a grind me out series. Like but the first that round, four or five too. That would that would oh, just be that, awesome. I, honestly, as much as I love OKC, that four or five, that Portland Rockets first round matchup, that would be that would the be that would be yeah. the. Matchup of the first round, just the matchups all over the board. You know what I mean. So and that that game has a high or that series has high chance of going to seven. Definitely, yeah. That four or five should be that way, really. Honestly, yeah, there really isn't much that separates four or five. You look at the records: thirty-five and twenty-five is Rock is Houston, thirty-seven and twenty-three is Portland. That's uh, two games separating them. Let's see if they uh, play. Oh, they do this year. They, they do. do. They, I think they play two more times. Twice more. Mm-hmm. They uh, they've already played once or twice. I forget. 
Okay, let's see where the looks like. Oh, they don't play. They already played all of them. Okay. Okay, so so Houston and Portland have already played out their yeah, yeah, go, um, remaining games. What were the results? Though? I forget. You're gonna have to find them. Where are they at? Keep going. Damn, they played really so early. So Portland on. got a 110-101 win and a 111-104 loss. So both the games. So they played twice this year. Are you sure? No, they should have played three. They should have played three. Okay, they're. And so Port- Portland two and one. So Portland won the season series mm-hmm. and all the games, besides the very first game, which was Halloween, when Houston was, they had a problem. Houston had a problem back oh, at the back beginning of the Halloween. season. Yeah. yeah, it was a little scary over there in Houston. Yeah, they lost by twenty. But other than that, yeah. when they started getting the screws screwed on tight. Yeah, and Harden started going off. Yeah, they played. They they played some great games. Oh yeah, that would be an exciting series. I'm excited for that one. Mac, give me uh, one of your surprise teams that that is gonna miss the playoffs. Surprise! Like at the start team. of the season, it was like pretty much a foregone conclusion. This team's gonna make the playoffs. Well, I mean, you don't really give me much option. There's only one legitimate option right here. It's the Lakers. I think it is too. Yeah. I mean, you don't you don't sign LeBron James in the off season, and then not make the playoffs. You can make excuses for injuries, this and that. LeBron only missed like what twelve games? Yeah, I think so. Twelve games, and you, I mean. You see how Le- everyone used to talk about last year for the past four years. Oh, LeBron can carry anyone. LeBron can do this. LeBron can do that. I think, it, I think they're finding that the, the West is a whole different animal than the East. Yeah, you they, know? they disrespected the West. Like you, you, you can surround LeBron with a bunch of garbage, you know, in the East and still make it to the Eastern Conference. He's like, look at here. Like, <laughs> for the average person that watches basketball, you can go one through eight right here, and there's a household name. Golden mm-hmm. State, they got. They got Four household them, names yeah. everywhere. Denver Nuggets, they got Nikolai Jokic, the Joker. OKC, mm-hmm. Russ Westbrook, Paul George. Portland, Damian Lillard. Houston, James, James Harden. Harden Utah, Donovan Mitchell. The Clippers. The Clippers are kind of one of those teams that they don't. They know? do not have a household name. Mm-mm. They traded away. They kind of trade away like people would know who he is. Right, Tobias yeah. San Antonio, they got LaMarcus Aldridge, DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. Like all household names. And then you go up to the east where LeBron played. Milwaukee, Giannis, Toronto. Kyle Lowry, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, yep. Indiana, Vic Oladipo. I don't think everyone knows who Vic Oladipo is yet. Philly, they got Embiid, mm-hmm. Simmons, Boston, obviously Kyrie, Brooklyn, D'Angelo Russell. If you, is he if a you follow, no, he's an no. all star. He was an all star. No, but like he got he's not, some he's publicity. Not a, he's not a household name. Mm-hmm. Like I agree with you there. Detroit, Blake, Blake Griffin. He yeah, is a household name. Charlotte, I don't think many people know many Kemba. people know Kemba. Uh uh-uh. And then you go down here like. John Wall's a household name. Yeah, Dwayne Wade, obviously. But he's so far past his uh, prime. I would even argue Markel Fultz is a household name for Orlando. Being the number one pick and his whole history of injury. and He was also in Philly. Out of yeah. Philly, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah he's, a, he's a household name for all the wrong Atlanta, reasons. nobody. Chicago, nobody. Yeah, like, so he's oh, playing. Laurie, I guess, marketing maybe. No, nah, he's not household. Uh, like, we're talking, like, household names. Like, we're talking, like, Blake Griffin. I would level. say Kevin Love is a household name. I would, that's, or Tristan Thompson, but for the wrong reasons, like Kardashian stuff. Yeah, he's he's a household name due to Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. you look at, the, it was easy to name household names in the West. Like every team in the playoffs currently has a household name. Besides player. the Clippers, but yeah. And the Clippers are, are borderline making the playoffs anyway, but who cares? And then in the East, you got one, two, three, four. You got five teams with household names. Yeah. LeBron's playing teams with household names. I mean, even Minnesota. Carl Anthony Towns, he's a household name, even though he's overrated, still a household name. New Orleans, Anthony Davis, 
Dallas, Luka Doncic, Memphis, Mike Conley, uh, Marcus All. he's not there anymore. Phoenix, Devin Booker. I think Devin yeah. Booker might be. He's he's a fringe household name player. Yeah, yeah. He's he's soon to be. I mean, LeBron's going up against talent he's never even seen before, even thought he'd see. Exactly. And you know, and now you see the Lakers, twenty one and thirty one or twenty nine and thirty one, current what eighth ninth. Tied for the 10th seed yeah, in the West. Yeah. Back to the surprise team, though, that didn't make the playoffs. You could very easily just you could just as easily throw New Orleans in there. You Think know, about where they started the season. They had AD and Miritich and Drew Holiday. Coming off that coming off sweep, a sweep of the Blazers in the first round. And, yeah, and then I they looked just, at that team and thought, that team's making the playoffs. They're, lo- they're pretty much the same team, minus Rondo. Literally, I definitely agree with you there. Yeah. I mean, Anthony Davis... You got, he you got can a top win you a like six games. player in the league, and Anthony Davis. And then don't forget Drew Holiday this year. He's a he's a major candidate for the next unsung here. I don't have you seen mm-hmm. his numbers. No, he's averaging like twenty. Oh, I know he's playing eight. great. I just like don't know twenty one. He's yeah. like twenty one points, eight assists, on top of being a great defender. He's going to be all defensive team mm-hmm. easily. Oh, I think so. And it's just, it's not the coach at this point. It's just like I don't know what it is in New Orleans. It's well, might they be traded a curse. away Miritich, uh, you know. But they traded away Miritich like last week. AD is obviously. Yeah, they've just the been in turmoil. Anymore. Just been in turmoil. It's been. I mean, your your unsung hero, your guy Jaleel Okahor, is playing well. I wonder, is he still playing well? He is still playing well. Yeah. Rock on. Rock on. Let's exactly. Go. <laughs> Keep it going, Okafor. Yeah, but, but I think those two teams right there, Los Angeles and New Orleans, obviously those two teams that were involved heavily in the AD trade talk, both those teams, I think, are most surprising that they're going to miss. I don't think either of them is going to come back and make it. No, New Orleans, they're eliminated. There are eight games under five. Mm-hmm. L.A., they have. we already talked about in the last – I think it was the last pod oh, or two pods okay. ago, like their remaining schedule According is According to tough. the standings here, the only team that's officially eliminated, mathematically eliminated, is Phoenix at 12-50. and 50. Yeah. They, uh, according according to, the, to the standings here, Memphis, Dallas, New Orleans, L.A., Minnesota, and Sacramento all still have a chance to get the playoffs. They need to call God. I think that's what that's their best chance. <laughs> they better start praying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly. But yeah. The Lakers have been a major disappointment. Mm-hmm. I, I think the Pelicans too. I think LeBron just needs to retire if he doesn't make the playoffs, honestly. You like think so. He I knew mean, he knew this was a long he's this been wasn't getting, a uh, quick turnaround. You know what? The the comments he's made lately pointing fingers and stuff at teammates like Brandon Ingram didn't just have like twenty seven points and if basketball isn't your main priority, then you just need to stop playing this and that. You know what, LeBron? I don't think I think finger pointing has been his I main I think it's priority. a generational thing too. It's these guys who are all into the you know, the LA scene and uh whatever. I they mean do. Kyle Kuzma, you can tell he's been in the gym. Yeah. I feel like he's in the gym. I feel like the one player that's really like Lonzo, he's hurt, but he's—I don't know if you—I've seen a couple episodes of Ball in the Family. Every time he's in the gym, I feel like he's. And plus, his body transformation from last year to this year—you can tell he's been in the gym. Yeah. And then Brandon Ingram, obviously, he hasn't worked on his body that much, but Brandon no. Ingram has been balling lately. Oh yeah, he's been playing. He's well. been playing very. No, well. Lakers definitely have pieces. They just you can't know? win games. They're just—they're young. Yeah. It's not even that they're young. It's just that in the end, like they can't win games. Like no, other teams are just not better that than Bron. Them. No, Bron. Bron is what keeps them going. I mean, and, even with uh, Bron, they just with Bron, they just lost to Memphis and they're the 14th. They did, yeah, in pretty decent fashion. Like even though I mean, like I said in the last spot, I think LeBron's really going to buckle down here and tr- push as hard as he can to get them to the playoffs. I just don't know if it's going to happen. Their their schedule the rest of the way is just tough. Yeah, you know? 
this is probably LeBron's second to last like good year. He's gonna have a good year next year, thirty five. 36, he's going to decline. I mean, the guy takes care of his body, but Father Time's undefeated, you know? Yeah, you already saw it this year. I mean, it's rumored he's playing at, like, 270 right now. Like, Yeah. I don't think anybody knows except for him, but. Yeah, I don't think anyone really knows. Maybe the Lakers way. doctors, team doctors, but. Yeah. But, physicians, whatever. Yeah, that's that's all I really have for this segment, Miles. The I think West we can get is on. wild, that is for sure. It is a, it is a dogfight out in the West. It's a dogfight. I'm, I'm excited to see who misses here at the end of the season. I just and, hope uh, who the sneaks Lakers. in. I hope Sacramento sneaks in. I, I hope Sacramento sneaks in. Mm-hmm. I hope L.A., the Clippers, they fall out. And I really, really, really want the Lakers to miss the playoffs so bad. <laughs> I think you and a lot of other people, yeah. So all remember, all at the beginning of the year, Lakers are the Western Conference Finals. No one, no one's gonna be able to beat them besides Golden State. Look at them. Yeah. Look at them. Tenth, tied for the tenth seed. Poop twenty and twenty in the conference. In the pooper, as Mac likes to say. In the pooper, that deep is in the pooper. Wrap up the segment, deep in the pooper. Yes. When we come back, we're gonna close out the show with some picks. Stay with us. Welcome back into the pod. It is Mac and Miles. We're going to close the show just really fast with some picks. Mac, how did you do last week? Well, I was in the pooper last week and picked the litter. Once again, huh? And now I'm in over my head in the pooper. Oh, boy. This week. Up to your neck, huh? Up over my head, not oh, up to my neck. Oh, you're drowning. Now, I'm huh? drowning in the poop. Oh, jeez. I'm now four oh, and nine. Geez. Four and nine on the year. Four and nine? Oh, and two last week. The Wizards, I've now they're like they're like the Eastern Conference version of the Timberwolves. I'm no longer betting on them. I'm no longer choosing them. Lost to the Hornets, one twenty three to one ten. The Spurs, who I picked to beat the Raptors, lost in Demar Derozan's homecoming to Toronto, one twenty to one seventeen. Thanks to Demar Derozan's late last second turnover, turns the ball over with fifteen seconds to go, and. The Raptors go off and score. Right into it. the sunset. And go into the with sunset. Kawhi. Yep. And so now I'm 1012 last week, 4 and 9 on the season for mm-hmm. picks. And for the third week in a row, Miles, mm. both of my picks fall on the same day. Funny how that works out. Okay. Thursday, the 28th, I have Utah over Denver in Denver. Okay. I just something about those two teams. You and I are both picking over Denver. Okay. I'm picking over Denver, too. We'll get to that in a second, though. Okay. And so, yeah, Utah over Denver on the 28th this Thursday. And also this Thursday, I have the Orlando Magic Mm -hmm. over the Golden State Warriors in Orlando. Okay. And get this. I saw this one. I was considering it, but. And get this. Here's here's what made me choose it. Yeah. All right. So, Golden State on Wednesday plays Miami, Mm -hmm. and they go to Orlando the next night and play Mm -hmm. the Magic. Okay, so it's not like a huge time. Zone, it's the second, so, yeah. It's the second night of a back to back. So you know they got Florida, some fatigue. Yeah. Even though it's in Florida, it's still like a back to back. Still like across two games in two days. Three, is tough. That's still a three hour time difference from Golden State to uh, Florida. Oh, they're playing in Miami, and then going up to. Right. Okay, Are you talking about yeah. having jet lag for the trip? Yeah, just coming from West Coast to East okay. Coast. Yeah. And then I feel like Golden State also just has like a whole bunch of like like they always have like random losses like just random yeah. losses to like. Poop teams like sometimes like they play to their opponents' levels. They do, yeah. I can see them doing it. Occasionally, Orla- they can't hit the broad side of a barn with their jump exactly. shot. I just, yeah, I can see them doing it with Orlando. Like last year, they got swept. They they actually got swept in the season series by the Kings last 
last season. Dang, that's like probably three or four games, isn't it? Yeah. And so it's just like, division, I, think, yeah. I don't know. I feel like Golden State always just has like random weird losses, just like bottom of the barrel, bottom yeah. of the barrel <laughs> yeah. teams. They're like we're just not going to show up tonight. They always have it. And then like right, right when they lose to like those teams, they go on like a 15 game win streak. So yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. They're going to ride off into the playoffs and like a 15 game win streak. They're going to drop the game to Orlando. Second night of a back to back, as I've already said, random losses, Orlando over Golden State, Utah over Denver. Utah over Denver. Those are my picks I like for it. this week. Yeah. And I feel like Golden State is going to kind of just coast the rest of the way to the playoff. I don't think they're really even concerned with getting the one seed. Like, they're a one seed right now, but they're one they seed. They just go out and just don't. I don't think they care. Honestly. Yeah. They're just going to coast the rest of the way. My picks last week, I went one and one, dropped one, got another one. I picked uh, Brooklyn to go into Charlotte and win that one. They did. LA to go into New Orleans. They did not. The Le- Le- LeBron's fell short on that one. Yikes! Did you pick the rematch in LA this Friday? No, okay. I thought about it, but I did not. I was like, I'm not. I'm staying away from that one again. I'm okay. staying away from that matchup. But that brings me to seven and five. Sorry, not seven and five. I was seven and five last week. Eight and six on the season now. After going one and one this week, Mac, you're gonna like this one. I got OKC, your Thunder, going into Denver. I told you I picked Denver to lose. Rock Different on. game though. Tough Denver, week for Denver. Denver if picks. We both go picked last week too, actually. But you got one of them wrong. I got the one right. Anyway, OKC going into Denver. And that's actually tonight. Tip off, I think, is 7.30 on TNT. On TNT. You catching that one? I am going to try. Might I might. We'll see. You know, it's 3 right now. We're not going to get out of here until like 4.30 probably with editing. I'm probably going to be in the gym during that game. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I might catch that. It's a little later tonight. Anyway, and then I got Cleveland going into New York on the 28th and winning that one. Look, I mean, the Blazers beat them last night. They had a 20-point lead at one point. They almost erased it. Cleveland did. I just uh, I liked what I saw from them last night, even though it was a losing effort against against my Blazers. But um, two of the pooper teams in the East right there, Cleveland and New York. Actually, Cleveland is above New York. 14-47 and 47 is Cleveland. 12-48 and 48 is New York. I don't imagine New York has quite a home court advantage there. I like what I'm seeing from Seti Osman, my unsung hero. I like what I'm seeing from that Cleveland team, especially Larry Nance and uh, Jordan Clarkson. I expect him to go in there and win that game. Go Cavs. Go Cavs. There we Don't go. Don't say that much, but. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> get their 15th win of the season. Exactly. That is going to wrap up the show for us today. We will revisit these picks on the next pod. As always, he is Mac. I am Miles. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back next week with some fresh content. Adios. Adios.